everybody and welcome back to another episode of paranormal pansies hi ash hi nicholas oh my goodness it's is no this isn't this is technically our first official after saying it episode of cdf presents paranormal pansies but it doesn't make a difference um it's not like a holiday or anything but um, no, definitely not a holiday. It just um, uh, just a regular holiday. Yeah, it's just ooh, like wow, we're all here on one cohesive channel. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's because I'm disorganized and and an asshole, so I gotta you know. No, that wasn't what it was. It was like life is not great right now. I don't want complication. That's what it was. Not from from Com- complications. Don't beat up yourself. I'm not. I'm okay. Are you okay? I am. I just, like, it doesn't matter how healthy I'm eating right now, how much I'm moving my body, if I'm taking my vitamins, like, doesn't matter at all. Like, energy levels are just at an all-time meh, because, like, how do you stay motivated to do anything when you can't really go anywhere like like it's basically like oh well i'm working from home so after five i am going to take two steps into my living room and then make dinner um and then eat it in my living room and then i'll repeat all of that tomorrow um so that's just the new normal for now yeah this is this is our new normal. This is where yeah. we're at. And like honestly, I I don't like I I've worked from home for a long time, so I was like cool, whatever. But I'm at the point now where I'm like I could just use a change of pace because pace has not changed in a long time now. Um, but we have toilet paper, so you know that's a win because people in new york are horrible and um up until about a week ago nothing was really readily available in any type of store because people were hoarding um and it was like the elite rich on the other side of the island that were hoarding um so you know just kill the rich fuck the patriarchy burn the rich eat them um, no, I don't think they would taste very good because... No, they would taste bitter. But also the... Well, they would taste bitter because not only are they bitter, but the rich on Staten Island, and this is like, take no offense, but you know who you are and or you get it if you live here. 
most of the rich are like using a lot of mood altering drugs, hallucinogenics, cocaine, um, Molly, etc. So I'm sure that tenderizes their meat in a way that is just not appealing to the palate as well. So no thanks. Um, no, thank you. But yeah. you know what? It's also not tenderizing to the palate. The plague. Yeah, the uh, specifically the black one. Why got to be black? Actually, that is a good question. Why? Why got to be black? Like honestly, like why they call it the black plague? Um, probably plus, plus, probably plus, probably because it wiped out an ass load of people. Yeah, I mean, I I hope that's why, but um, I would assume so. Um, it's also known as the pestilence and the regular plague. Mm-hmm. 75 to 200 million people. That's a lot of people. and That's a um, lot of people. And it only ranged like, what, four years? 1347 to 1353. What the hell was that, yeah. Fry? I don't the know. The cat just heard a car go by and he was doing his bath time on my bed, which is not allowed. Uh-huh. And he just like flipped out. He's like, what the fuck? But it was a car. Oh, poor kitty cats. Ugh, poor me. He's such a pain in the ass. I mean, yeah. Um, Arthur, like at some point, speaking of pets, this this last week was just like, number one, he texted me from the other room and we started doing that now just to like mix things up a little bit. Cause you know, Ooh, okay. <laughs> He was like, should we adopt a puppy right now? No. And I, and, well, because at first I was like, you can't be like, you are you serious? You can't be shitting me because if you are, all of my emotions will be hurt. And he was like, no, I'm serious. And then we talked about it more. And it was like, we can't even go to the pound necessarily to look at a puppy and or older dog to adopt right now because while um veterinary offices and i'm assuming pounds are considered to be uh you know um essential workers i'm sure that they have like cut down on staffing and are like also cutting down on the ability to adopt right now as well. But like some, one of our friends had just gotten a kitten, but I think it was like a back door. My cat had kittens type of situation. You should get one of those. You know what? Arthur has come to this point in his adult life where he's like, I just don't want a cat right now. And like, I get it. He didn't have a great experience with his last cat. Um, But like, that was also not his fault. Like the, the person who previously owned his cat um, lied about her age and um, she was far older than we thought. And she was also just like the most like um, non-social cat ever. Like she looked like we probably saw her like once a week. Oh, that's really sad. Um, but also, like, meanwhile, mine don't leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, that is that was never a problem with Fat Cat. Um, oh, Fat Cat, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Baby Girl. And then also, like, I mean, there was a brief stint of time where we had Luca and Fat Cat at the same time. Right. And Luca, Lu- Luca had the the knack of um bringing her out of her hiding places because he wanted to eat her mostly. 
my sweet gremlin baby. Yeah, it was like a little gremlin taker trunk baby, like just, you know, bulldozing at this cat, like her being like, bitch, what you doing? And him being like, love me slash let me eat you um, slash you're an alien to me. So must destroy. It was a fun, fun time. Um, kind of maybe, but yeah. So I do like, I think I'm at the point where I do want a little muffin of love to cuddle again, but like maybe not right now is the best time, you know, Um, maybe you'll end up with like, you know, like a cute wonky, you know, shelter dog. And like he does all his parts don't go together and he's just like the perfect little man. Oh my god, like honestly though, like my dream right now would be some type of corgi mix because like I've been obsessed with corgi butts lately. Oh, that's fair. Um, but like I like I'm also like any chunky dog butt I'm pretty obsessed with. So like um You should probably just get like a pit bull. That's all I want. I want either okay, so like realistically in the vein of like Leanne and I's future, because dogs don't live forever. Yeah. Um, we end up getting either a standard greyhound. Oh, wow. Or a pitbull. Wow. Um. Those are, like, two of my dream dogs. Or a golden retriever, because I'm white sometimes. I mean. But I just love them. They're such good dogs. They're, they're really dog. They they really are good dogs, even, they're, even though they're a little bit dumb-dumb. But. Um, I know. It's like one marble rolling around in there, and all they want to do with that marble is love you, and that's all I need. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, they'll, like, they'll always be like, what's wrong? I'll make you feel better. But. I yeah, know. I would love. I know. Well, I, I would love Hi. a rescue pit bull, specifically. That's what I'm saying. I want a rescue pity. I don't want to buy one. Mm-hmm. I want to adopt one. And, like, I would, I would be willing, as much as I'm saying this now, I'm sure I would really, really super duper complain about it later. I would very much be willing to take on the challenge of, like, making a rescue pit bull feel loved. Um that's but what that's... I want. I want to make a rescue pit bull feel loved. And you know, Pum- pumpkins go out and go get a rescue pit bull, make it feel loved. Right now, do it. Right, just right now. You don't have any money. That's okay. Like Shelter- can... shelters don't need money. Right. Like stop. Like like I would even go as far as saying like you have permission to stop listening to this right now and, and just get, go get the pit bull and then finish listening to this episode with the pit bull. Um, but yeah, so. So, uh, bottom line is, yeah, like, and also, like, he, Arthur needs to graduate first, and, you know, he That's was, right around the corner, like, it's coming. Literally right around the corner. Like, he has his last set of assignments to do in the next month or so, and then it happens in May, but, you know, now it's, like, I think, I, I don't know if they're actually doing a graduation ceremony. I hope they're not going to, like, try to do, like, a Zoom ceremony or some bullshit like that. I'm sure they're just not going to do one. Or yeah. they'll do one, like, in December, and it'll be, like, a combined one. Yeah. Hopefully that's... But, yeah, so he'll get his freaking degree and all the things. And, like, I know a part of it was, like, we... I don't know if you've gotten your stimulus money yet, but, like... Not yet. It's coming. Oh, really? You haven't gotten it yet? That's... Nope. I'm not worried about it. That's it is so weird. Like, I don't know, because I feel like I, I know... know... my sister didn't get hers either. Like, I know people that got it, like, literally almost a few weeks ago, and then, like, we got it last week, and I know, like, a part of Arthur being, like, let's adopt a puppy was, like, we have extra money now. Um, 
But I told him the rule was we need to save at least half of it. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. We're going to save at least half of it and then use the other half to do thing. something fun for ourselves. Yeah, like, so, right. Um, Liam wants to get a heat press for making t-shirts and stuff so she can okay. supplement her own income. Um, because you never know when, you know, the market's going to crash or whatever. And you don't know if you'll ever have a job again. So, oh, yeah, yeah uh, who knows? Yeah, you know, you don't, you don't know. So don't. it is what it is. Um, luckily, during the Black Plague, nobody really had to worry about, you know, having a job or not. Because they, know, they uh, didn't have any jobs to begin with. I mean, uh, yeah, there was not a job to be had. Nobody worked. Everybody was lazy. And that's how they got the plague. That's basically the plague was like lazy disease, you know, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lazy disease. I have that today because it's Sunday. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I have been up for a while. Um, I have been up since like seven because I think I told you we went to Costco this week. You did, yeah. Yeah, so it was like a coup because we got a lot of things that we have now frozen for, you know, many a time in the future for meals, etc. But Arthur got a bag of avocados. And, like, if you're going to Costco, you know you're not getting, like, a bag of two avocados, like a normal trip to the supermarket. Correct. And, like, one of them was gross immediately. Like, we also got a bag of limes. And, like, today I had to throw out a couple because... You know, like when a lime goes bad and then it gets that like weird, dusty, like citrus mold or whatever the fuck on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened immediately. And I was like, this is why we can't get bulk citrus from fucking Costco. But anyway, so in order to use the avocados up, we've had avocado toast situations for breakfast the last couple of days. And Arthur made breakfast yesterday, so it was my turn this morning. So I was up early um, living my, like, Food Network fantasy. Like, you know, opening up all those avocados, whacking those pits out, cutting them up, scooping them out. It was fun. Um, But, yeah, so I am very alert right now because I'm full of healthy fats and um, liquids. Um, Hooray. Hooray for me. But luckily, we did finish up the last of the avocados, so now we don't have to worry about them going bad. And um, because we're two people, and I had to use three avocados, there's plenty of this, like, guacamole-ish thing that I made. Because it's, like, not guacamole. It's, like, more of, like, a... a Avocado mash? Yeah, it's, like, yeah, like, almost like a... Like, you know, like, when you get avocado spread on something... um, And, like, it has all the components of guacamole, but it's, like, not meant to be guacamole. Anyway, long story short is we'll probably eat it with chips later as a snack. So, um, and and as I was saying earlier, like, things like this, like, actually using what you purchase and not having waste and, like, having the time to make lots of food because you actually also have the time to clean all your dishes and you have the time to organize your shit and like hang things on the walls that you haven't done in months. And like all these things, like I am enjoying this time in my life for those reasons, but I'm just like super scared for when it's going to go away. And like, what is that going to look like? And like, wouldn't it be great if the world could say to itself, wow, you know, like quarantine was scary, but it was also 
an experience that was very enjoyable because we got to spend quality time with ourselves and our loved ones. And we were able to concentrate on things that weren't just about work and money because that's what makes the world go round question, you know, uh, quotation marks or whatever. Um, so I, 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 I hope that the world changes some way or another. Like I think like, Here's the thing. The the United States government is not going to change overnight, but I do feel like we've gotten ourselves into a situation here where something has got to give at some point soon. Um, I am not a political person, so I don't know what that's going to be, but I do hope it'll like make everybody's lives a little bit better. Um, yeah, so I guess that's my Judy talk for the day. Um, Hooray! Thanks for the Judy talk. Yeah. It was nice. I guess we got it out of the way super early. That's good. But anyway, um, a sip of water. Ah. Um, Ooh, refresh. Re- refresh. I had myself a refresh. Uh, so yeah, Black Death, Black Plague, the pandemic of you know Eurasia. Um, that was a that was a really bad thing, and we're going to talk about it. Um, and I will say, I had this whole little word document ready to go with things that I had uh, put together from different sources, and I think I forgot to save it because I opened my computer and it wasn't there. So that was my bad. But I will say that the Encyclopedia. Botranica website has a very good article on the Black Death slash Black Plague. So that's where I am right now. Um, and most of the information that I had in my little um, document that I cannot find anymore is here. So I think between the two of us, we'll be able to survive. Thank God. Um, he said sarcastically. Uh, but my point point being... There are some very eerie parallels between COVID-19 and the Black Plague. Um, I think certainly we are more medically equipped to deal with COVID because, uh, you know, it's not medieval times. However, it's still gross and kind of eerie that uh, we are basically facing the next huge plague in human history i mean that's what it feels like especially with the catastrophic level of people yeah uh, you know dying right now right and between between the black plague and covid there were certainly you know mass events where a large portion of populations died but most of those were due to bad people doing bad things um this is really, I would say, the first time in a long time where nature is like, oh, I got your number, humans. I'm going to get you, boo. And I feel like we're not there uh, to a point where we know enough yet about what COVID is and how it works and how it manifests and, um, you know, getting a vaccine going and stuff that we can really parallel between the aftermath of the Black Plague and COVID. But, like, in terms of how it's affecting humanity and, like, the fact that some people have different symptoms when they have it and or no symptoms and perhaps they have 
antibodies for some reason, um, really parallels this event in history. And also, wouldn't it be nice if the United States government wasn't stupid and really worked on getting all the people who have had COVID and have survived, um, you know, in to get their blood drawn and get working on studying that so we can identify antibodies and, oh, I don't know, turn it into like potentially a vaccine that could, you know, prevent and save many people because that's how modern science works. And sure, I am not a, uh, you know, population scientist that works in a lab and all that stuff. Like I don't work with viruses or the like. Um, but, you know, um, Cheeto Man really likes to be like your bad great grandpa that shoots himself in the foot with everything he says and makes his own life harder because he's set in his ways. Um, so that's where we're at right now in current time, I would say. Uh, yeah, I feel like Lord Marmalade is doing us a disservice, and I really hope it shows in his approval ratings that he's yeah. not doing so well, and people will realize that and not vote for him. That would be great. Um, and of course, there's this whole... I don't want to call it a rumor, but I don't think it's like been you know confirmed in any factual manner at the moment that um, he's like chomping at the bit to get the whole entire country reopened because he doesn't want um, mail voting by mail to happen because you know current studies show that his approval rating is so low that he won't get many votes, but like. Duh. Like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? And also, like, we know you knew about this a few months before, and you disbanded, you know, the catastrophe task force, um, which would have been useful. And you ignored the fact that we should have been, like, ramping up for the potential of something to occur um, because you're selfish and need to eat your McDonald's every day. Um, so like, go back to bed, grandpa, like, I'll bring you your hot milk later and shut up. Um, so yeah, that's factual. That's a factual statement. Go back to bed, grandpa. Yeah. I really, really, really like at this point, if like, if the, like, not that I want Joe Biden to be president. Um, I, I think I really mourned when Elizabeth Warren pulled out of the race, like for a week and then, you know, when Bernie pulled out, I was like, cool, this is great. Um, but, like, it's the battle of the grandpas. Yeah, um, and it's like, which one is more racist and intolerable? Well, I mean, I think we know the answer to that. But, like, Joe Biden could surprise us. I don't know. I mean, uh, Joe Biden hates women, so there's that. I just, yeah, I just... When will there be a day where there is somebody in office that reflects our lives and, like, our morals and beliefs? Um, I hate to say it, but I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Politics are gross. And why are we talking about... You know what? This was inevitable because we were talking about the Black Plague and COVID. But, like, ugh, politics, gross, blah. That's fair. So, anyway, the Black Plague. Um, Shall we break down some science for these peeps? 
Give it to me. For these pussies? Give me the... <laughs> give the pussies the science. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, the Black Plague is um, believed to be the result of um, the bacterium Yersinia pestis, uh, which basically caused an infectious fever type of disease and again it was medieval times so you know medicine was like give them this herb tonic that i made in this (laughs) (laughs) um but it was believed to be transmitted to humans um from rodents that were infected by fleas who carried this uh, bacterium. And, um, you know, uh, the term Eurasia is something that I'll probably say multiple times, mainly because basically Asia and Europe were the two mainly uh, affected and populated um, continents. Uh, Lucky us, America... Well, America wasn't a thing yet, so you know it was it was people living in places that wasn't North America because populations weren't large there yet. Um, anyway, anywho, so it's believed that there was three different types of disease caused by Yersinia, and they were all basically different manifestations of the plague, which again, talking about parallels to COVID-19 slash Miss Corona, who is she? Um, it is believed at least rumor wise through the grapevine, through people that we know who have had it and have talked to doctors because they have had to, you know, obviously. Um, and it probably, it's probably like general knowledge. No, I don't know. Um, but that, that there's different people who have it have different manifestations. So there's, there's obviously this very much worrying version of COVID where there's respiratory issues um, and and it's the most lethal kind at this point, especially for the very young, very old and hashtag smokers. Um, Also Arthur and I went for like a little get out of the house ride in the car with the windows up type of situation yesterday. Um, And we went into Brooklyn and Manhattan And, like, so many people were not wearing masks or gloves. And also, so many people were just walking around fucking vaping and smoking. And, like, while, you know, live your life, like, I'm not going to be, like, a 1990s commercial about this is your brain on drugs or whatever. But, Lord Jesus... Is this your brain on stupid? Like, especially because this is New York City. This is, like, where, like, the first major boom of this fucking disease started. Um, Like, if you're going to go outside to smoke, make sure, like, like, do it on your fucking stoop. Like, whatever. But, like, you're in the middle of time, like, because we drove through Times Square, Clearly, European tourists who took advantage and came to America to see New York City the way that it is right now, which is deserted, like, all of the marquees are not lit up for shows, like, obviously, the giant LED screens in Times Square are still on and everything, but, like, there's nobody around, and you're standing in the middle of Times Square with no protective gear on, fucking vaping, 
that's super smart. You're really smart. And I'm glad that you are here. Like, cool. So anyway. Um, that's why, so, like, natural well, selection is a thing. No, yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, we're, like, so, we're technologically advanced as a as a race now and all these things. It don't matter. Nature versus nurture and all that shit. Nature is still very real. Like, if you are dropped into the middle of an African, like, plane, like, technology's not going to save you from a lion, honey. If you look like a tasty morsel, it's going to jump at you, bitch. But also, diseases are no joke. Like, our bodies are not computers that you can just, like, put a new firmware in and, like, block a virus. Like, no, the body still works the same way it did in 1300 and something where if there's something in it that it don't like and it causes a disease, it's going to still cause a disease. Um, that's how it works. So here we are. So yeah. Um, anyway, though, so three main types of the plague, much like how there are rumored to be multiple types of manifestations for COVID specifically yeah, there's this respiratory type, which I just went on a tirade about. But there also seems to be like a gastrointestinal type where a lot of the symptoms seem to just be like in um, what did I have that's making me have chronic diarrhea type of situation. And then there's very much a possibility that some people have been exposed to the virus but have had no symptoms because they're lucky enough to already have some type of antibody that, you know, stops this specific um, antigen. I don't know, like, whatever. COVID is a vi- uh, Well, it's coronavirus. So does a virus. Duh. Um, anyway, psh, I'm not a pathologist. Don't at me. Okay, bitch? But anyway, so the types of uh, the plague. There's the bubonic plague, which is like the main one that's like hella not great because you get this like significant fever, which like, you know, your brain on fever is kind of like an egg in a pan. Um, Hashtag callback to 90s drug commercials. Um, But it also causes things like fatigue and shivering because yeah, you have a high fever. Um, Vomiting, headaches, because yeah, you have a high fever giddiness but this is because your brain is basically kind of cooking which is not great um and then intolerance to light because you probably have a bad headache um joint pain specifically in the back and you know all over the body really but specifically back and limb pain sleeplessness um and delirium so basically this was like a significant severe disease of the brain you got super bad fever um it also caused um, the lymph nodes to become tender and swollen. Um, so you were in like chronic pain and you were like delirious. And basically this is because we had no medicines. So your body was like, oh shit, I'm trying to boil this thing out of me. But then it's like, I couldn't do it. Sorry, um, you dead now. Um, so that was the bubonic type. Then there was the pneumonic plague which as the name might suggest is basically kind of like you know the respiratory version of covid where there it it affects the lungs um and it causes symptoms similar to that of severe pneumonia kind of like miss corona miss corona who is she who is she like bitch why you causing my lungs to fill with fluid who told you you could do that bitch um, 
you know, this was not great for back then because again, hashtag no medicine, but nowadays in those that are like not in the extremes of the skewed population, we can probably save you, but it's probably going to be scary. Hashtag Miss Corona, stay home. You don't want to be friends with her, bitches. But anyway, um, then there was this final type. Um, I I hope there's not a version of Corona like this. I don't think there is because, you know, the the idea is that the coronavirus is very similar to severe strains of the current pneumonia virus. But this last type, um, I'm going to try to say this correctly. I know how to say it correctly in my head, but who knows what it's going to sound like when it comes out. Um, septicemic plague. Oh, okay. Um, and septicemic plague is basically, you know, the virus causing sepsis. So the blood is, um, poison basically, um, because the body's breaking down and there's certain substances that the filtering organs of the body cannot work out itself. So your body is breaking down because of the virus and in doing that also poisoning your own bloodstream. So you die of septic shock. Um, so that was, that was the, that was the, you know, the, the black plague and, um, Certainly it was a black spot on human history. Um, It was a dark time. So why it got to be black? I hope that's why. Also, um, interestingly enough, I don't know if you saw this in your research, but um, it is thought that the virus that caused the bubonic plague did start somewhere in Asia um, by these... uh, specific insects that um infest rat fur get like probably like rolling around somewhere in the bacterium you know and getting it on them tasty yeah yeah and then them passing that bacterium on to the rats and then the rats because it was medieval times were everywhere um not that they're not everywhere now but you know we like to pretend they're not because we're quote unquote you know uh highly functioning humans or whatever but um when boats were the main form of transportation, um, rats were often found, you know, in the, whatever you call the bottoms of the boats where they store all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those rats would like hitch a ride and, you know, go all over the world with the sailors and the people who were doing trade and, um, you know, uh, bringing goods to different parts of the world. So they brought those things, but then they also brought these rats and the rats brought the plague with them. And that's how it spread so quickly. And that's how it kept spreading. Um, So yeah. um, But you didn't see anybody calling the bubonic plague, the China flu. So cool grandpa. Or like, or like, especially because it was like taking place during the Silk Road. Hey, Oh, if you haven't already, you can go catch our episode on the Silk Road on Toil and Trouble. Um, but the Silk Road was basically like the only real trade route between Europe and Asia. Yeah. So so boats were doing their thing. They're trading shit. They're also trading rats by accident. And they're also trading this bacterium by accident. And so 
Everybody, oopsie doodles. Yeah, oopsie doodles. Everybody's getting the thing. It's not great that it's happening, but like it spreads throughout China into parts of Europe. Um, some parts of Europe were hit really badly. Some parts of Europe were not hit as badly, but like um, most of China was hit really not fantastically and a lot of people died. Um, and uh, from what I remember, uh, there was some type of like, I don't know if he was a king or just like a warmonger in China, but like, where like they were is where it originated from and he noticed that his troops started to all die very rapidly from it so he started throwing the bodies of his dead army into the streets of places he was trying to overtake to like hopefully use those bodies as like plague bombs and kill everybody so he could take the land but then like oopsie doodles he got it too and he died so R.I.P. R.I.P. Baby. Um, um, but also it traveled through the Mediterranean basin. Yeah. Reached Africa, Western Asia, and the rest of Europe via Constantinople, which mm. doesn't exist anymore. It do not. Um, Sicily and the Italian Peninsula. Yeah. So basically, everybody that eventually like like here's the thing hashtag everybody in america is immigrant so technically all of us probably had an ancestor that was affected by the bubonic plague um because we're all technically european or you know um except ashley you might not have an ancestor that was affected by the plague no you probably do i probably do because my dad um his genetics came back and he's like largely swedish okay so then yeah which was weird um but yeah my mom is german and french <laughs> okay so then never mind so wait so your dad is half swedish well apparently not half like a good chunk. largely yeah largely he's like swedish um largely swedish um I forget what else, but Swedish, like, stuck out to me. But yeah. he does have ancestry from Congo. Um, okay. All right. So so then, actually... So that checks a lot of boxes for me. Yeah. So we were all affected, basically. And then, and then there's some Hispanic heritage in there, but obviously not as much as you had thoughted. No, it was just like, well, he is from Brazil, so, like... So he's from... Okay. okay. Yeah, he immigrated here in the 70s. Got you. All right. So first yeah. generation American. Oh baby, did I tell mm-hmm. you that when, when when I did twenty, well when me and Arthur did twenty three me, um, like I'm like seventy nine percent Italian, like Mediterranean Italian, like specifically like Northern European, like Italian, like Mediterranean. Right. But then like the other larger chunk of me is Egyptian, like like so basically uh-huh. like African and Iranian. <laughs> oh that makes sense like iberian peninsula kind of deal yeah um no that so makes sense to me i think that explains why i don't look very like specifically like mediterranean like i look darker and my features um, but are also the... that checks a lot of boxes as to why you're so handsome oh thank you but yeah <laughs> no like and you have perfect skin so that it makes sense I mean, I gotta, I gotta get back on the, on the wagon with the perfect skin part because your boy eats too much grease. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> your like, grease ball husband. <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, 
uh yeah like some of my features especially like my eyes my eyes are more pointed than typical like um northern europe like italian greek heritage like most like typically their the faces are a little bit rounder and my eyes are very angular and i have a, like i don't have a bulb like not that italians have bulbous noses but like things are usually a little bit more rounded like the faces the features and i have a lot of angular features so i was like oh this makes a lot more sense now um that i have a large chunk of like persian iranian ancestry as well i did actually i don't think i've talked to my mom about these results but um <laughs> who cares <laughs> thanks um, mom <laughs> thanks mom um anywho um getting off the topic of where we're from i guess um the plague is from everywhere is really the point here um also, um, I did do a little sub supplementary um, research on Prevalia Island mm-hmm. to tie us all together. Yes. So Prevalia Island um, is a small island, I- island, island located between Venice and Lido mm-hmm. in the Venetian lagoon of northern Italy. Oh. It sounds exotic. It does. It sounds like uh, a fun place to go visit. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. (laughs) A small canal divides the island into two separate parts. Mm -hmm. So it's technically two islands. Um, The island first appeared in historical record in 421. And it was populated until the residents fled warfare in in 1379. I'm dyslexic. Mm-hmm. And for more than uh, 100 years, beginning in 1776, the island was used as a quarantine station for those suffering the plague. Okay, so that's why it wasn't fun. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as other diseases. But when you see those plague doctor masks, it's because they originated on Vermilion uh, Island. My gosh, yeah. 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 Those, um, uh, yeah. I'm, I- I think it would be interesting to see the modern day take on the plague doctor masks, but at the same time, we're living it right now. Yeah. Like I guess what we are using when we go out of the house is probably more effective than that because. Well, yeah, they just used it to stop the smell. Right. Really stop the spread of anything. Yeah, no, it really, yeah. It was just like, Oh, maybe if my nose is like the up, maybe if the updraft coming to my nose is like all the way out here, I won't smell shit. But like, I'm sure that like kind of worked, but not really. But and then we have well, that. They stuff they stuff the beak with herbs and spices and flowers. Oh, that's okay. All right. So that's so you know you don't smell like you know decaying gotcha. bodies or whatever. Yeah, you know, just you you don't smell the the perpetual death around you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So uh, the island was basically used up until 1968. So now it's abandoned. It's been abandoned since 1968. Because there was a mental hospital there. I feel like... Have you ever watched The Dead Files? I have, yeah. So I I enjoy The Dead Files. Me too. Um, I feel like they might have gone there or something adjacent. Ghost Adventures did. Of course they did. Um, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but Amy, the sensitive on, um, the dead files, I remember there being an episode where she specifically had this experience of like following 
one of the plague doctors around. Um, I yeah, I don't remember, but I feel like they've only really visited places in the United States, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they've gone international, but also in case you're looking, there is a um YouTube video by the Infographic Show, mm-hmm. um, called "What Made the Black Death the Plague So Deadly," mm-hmm. and the illustrations are pretty cool. Yeah, I mean. Uh, a lot of people coughing. A lot of people coughing. Not that I'm a doctor, but like medicine makes things not as deadly, and there was just none. So that was not great. But also, it was it it was like it was no joke. Like it was like a powerful like knock your shit off. Um, you know your socks are not on your body anymore, type of thing. So um, very much a parallel to what's going on now, and also very much like um, more parallels. Oh my god. Um, just like what's happening now, guess what the plague did? It shut down trade. It shut down jobs. So people were shit out of luck and, you know, not doing well. Um, and surprise, surprise, what's happening right now as well. Uh, but, you know. I don't, I don't think we'll see anything like this ever again in our, in our lifetime. Probably not in our lifetime. If this is, if this ends up being anything like the Black Plague, there will be reverberations of outbreaks, but probably not a full-on like pandemic. pandemic. Situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, just to kind of round this out really quick, the um, Yersinia pestis bacteria that caused the plague is like basically the genetic ancestor of all currently, you know, circulating strains of disease causing bacteria now. So makes sense. So like we evolved beyond it, you know, we also discovered penicillin and things like that. Um, but hopefully that gives us some type of hope that, you know, Everything will be fine from a medical perspective eventually. But really, someone's got to get on that vaccine shit because we have the ability to develop it now. Not like in the blink of an eye, but it it should be happening pretty soon, I hope. Um, Because we've been using viruses to, you know, inoculated viruses and bacteria to work for us to prevent disease for a very long time now as a species. So this should be no different. Um, and this is why the governments just have to stop blocking the funding and all the things. Like, honestly, like, I don't want to sound ridiculous, but like, you know, when an old person doesn't understand something to the point where they hate it so much that um, they are inevitably doing harm to themselves as well. That's what is happening here with grandpa. So, good Lord, like somebody, somebody give him his sleeping pills and, um, and take over. God. I agree. Um... I think that's it i think that's all we yeah, got i feel like that's probably it like 
really weird times we're living in. This was like a very super fantastically timed and very super duper good idea for a topic. Um, and I will say this is mainly your idea, Ash. So um, bravo to you. Um, and I say that as a question because we're talking about the blank flag. Um, but also coming up, another good idea from your mind is our next movie will be Cavendish. <laughs> <laughs> and when you said... I mean, we sh- we're all living it right now. Well, right. And when you said we should do Cabin Fever, I... I audibly lulled. Um, I guess that. I guess saying, good. I guess saying I audibly lulled is kind of repetitive because laugh out loud would be audible. Anyway, I lulled. L O L. I'm so glad you lulled. That's like my goal in life to get you to lull at least once a week. I love lulling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Arthur and I are gonna watch it later. Um, I haven't seen it in a really long time. I just remember it was the first time where I was like, this is gross. Um, yeah. Like that. And then like, I agree. The Saw movies as they continued on. But, um, so hopefully it won't be too uncomfortable of an experience. But yeah, I think that is all for this, uh, edition of Paranormal Pansies. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I guess. Ooh, I got a good sign out. Oh, do it. Peace out, pussies, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, and just stay home and stay healthy and stay hydrated. Stay the fuck home. Just Watch a horror movie. Yeah. Stay the fuck home. Yeah, really. Stay the fuck home. And, like, honestly, I don't think I've watched a horror movie, like, just for fun in a while, but I think I'm probably going to. I think I'm finally getting to the point where I'm like gonna want to get back into it because it, it was escapism to begin with. And I think even the idea of escape, escapism has been a little bit like lit lately because it's like the world is dying. But um, get back into it, booze. Watch your movies. Live your life. Um, Bye. I, goodbye. Bye. Bye.